This upcoming concert season will be all about the boots, and Tecovis is your stop for the best in Western style. Tecovis has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring and summer, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. All Tecovis boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tecovis has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Stop by your local Tacova store, have a complimentary drink or two, that's WCB style, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and friendly staff are at your service. Many stores even have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it into a store, just visit Tacovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. They offer free shipping on all boots, as well as free returns and exchanges, and ship right to your door. Go to tecovis.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. Hey, everybody, everybody. Welcome, welcome, welcome. We have a really phenomenal show for you today. We got Kelly Girl on the show today. So thank you all for all the questions you've sent in so far. And those of you that haven't sent in your questions yet... You can send in your questions anytime you want it to 949-374-0786. We're going to get started in a few minutes here, but as we get going, as we get ready, I want you to know Marley is super excited today to have his mom on the show. So we got the great Kelly girl on the show. It's going to be really fun. So you guys, she's going to join us here in a few minutes. She's just getting ready for the big show, so hang in there, kick back. We'll talk about a few things. Don't forget the Promar contest that we're having. All you got to do is visit the Promar Ahi USA website through our QR code, and uh, Promar's giving away a great grab bag at the end of the month to one lucky winner. So you go to that, grab that QR code. You just enter the store there. You don't have to buy anything. Check out the store, and you're That'll get you entered into winning that grab bag prize. And then our big sponsor for today's show is Roasted Anchor Coffee Company. The Roasted Anchor Coffee Company didn't want to get left behind on this big contest thing. And they're like, hey, whoa, whoa, wait a minute. We want to give away to one lucky winner that enters our store. So if you enter the Roasted Anchor Coffee Company store, you've got a very, very good chance of... uh, winning the prize that they're going to give away, which will be a bag of the Anchor Roasted Coffee. And you can tell them if you want the light, the medium, or the dark roasted. Also, they're going to give you a t-shirt and a coffee mug. That's a phenomenal prize. And Captain Dave's going to throw in a t-shirt from your saltwater guide from me. All for the roasted Anchor Coffee Company, and you can win that simply by entering their store right through that QR code I just flashed up on the screen. Grab that QR code, take a picture with your phone, and uh, enter their store. You don't have to buy anything, and you're on your way, and you're ready to go, and then there's a very good chance you can win that. That would be totally cool, I think. I love this coffee. This coffee is what keeps me going all the time. And if you guys pay attention, we are always, always, always going. We post four, three 
new videos every single day. Plus, we do this podcast Monday through Friday at 12 o'clock Pacific Standard Time. So with no further ado, we can bring in the great Kelly Hansen and we can get this show started. We have a lot of questions that have already been sent in. So let's see if we can get Kelly to join us here on the show. What do you guys think? Wouldn't that be fun? Oh, my goodness. Here she comes. Marley's going to get excited now. Mama's in the studio. There she is. Oh there she Whoa. is. We got a plethora of questions for you. A beautiful plethora. A That's plethora. a very big word, young man. <laughs> Thank you, mom. Thanks. I'm I trying. love when you use big words. Yeah. It makes you look cuter. Yeah, and I need all the help I can get, right? <laughs> right. No, I you need don't. all the help I can get. No. All right, gang. But I think I should have took that. I think you should split. I should be on that. But that's okay. Whatever no. side you want. Here, let's yeah, see. You guys side. like her better on that side? <laughs> what way do you like her? What right. side do you no. like Kelly going on? Well, I got to see that, too. We got to right. get anyway. that up there. Okay. Is that a better side? I think it's a better side for me. Okay. As long as it's good no, for you, it's, baby. It's We're just very I'm happy joking. to have I'm you joking. on our show. I'm happy to be here. Gang, if you've never talked to Kelly or if you really haven't seen the show lately, Kelly Girl's a part of the show. She tries to be on here every Thursday. And we get you guys to send in your questions. And Kelly Girl tries to do her very best to get your spouses involved. And it doesn't matter, boy, girl, or whatever you identify at today. I always identify as a female. Do you? Always. And, and I identify as a a, a, a man. A man. Yeah. I'm sorry. Well. We're not doing this right now. Okay. So first question we got, and I think this is a great question, baby girl. This is from Dan in San Ysidro. How did you get started into fishing and how can we encourage our wives to give it a try? Oh boy. Well, um, so my dad used to take me fishing when I was very young, but it was lake fishing and I thought it was super boring. Sorry, dad, if you're watching. But um, so, I mean, I was introduced to it way back then. And then, um, but I really got serious into it when I met Dave. Or because of Dave, he's the reason. I everything I know is because of Dave, or I learned from Dave. <laughs> right. And really, I've learned so much from you. And um, but yeah. But how do we, they? How what would be the best way for them to get their their spouse, their significant other, into this thing to have the passion and the drive that you have? Well, you how got, do you start you it? You gotta out? take uh, take them out. Something you know, simple. Simple day. Don't go offshore. Go on when there's nice nice weather. And, um, you know, have her catch a fish and that, then she'll be hooked. That's kind of what ha how it happened for me. Um, Dave took me to a spot and it was what? I think there's three really super important things, baby. Okay, yeah. Uh, and you back me up on okay. this or tell me I'm wrong. All right. Number one, guys, you got to know how to read the weather. It's imperative because if you go out there on a day where it's not – and I'm sorry, we're getting a lot of messages come through. So if you hear the bang, I just don't want to miss you. I'm sorry. Number one, you got to know the weather, right? Mm -hmm. It's imperative because if you, if I would have taken you out on a rough, cold, miserable day, mm -hmm. you probably wouldn't be sitting here right now. Right, right, right. Correct? Correct. Second of all, the boat better be clean. Clean. Better be clean in a nice shape. And it, ideally, it's going to have a place for your significant other to go to the bathroom and then yes that would and then the other thing is listen gang this is huge and i see these 
I see so many people making this mistake all the time. When you bring your significant other on the boat, she does not your dad can. She is not, or he is not the reason why you suck at driving your boat. You cannot, you cannot tell them, hey, untie the boat. Hey, tie up the boat. Hey, make sure we don't crash into the dock. Make sure. No, 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 no. That's a blow. -in. Well, unless your significant other wants to be involved, then definitely. But that's not how you get them in, right? Well, no, I mean, no. But, I mean, just. You better have a little confidence in your boat before you take it. Oh, sure. Your... Yeah, 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 yeah. We've yeah. seen these videos where these guys are trying to. Uh, drive the boat drive the and boat act all and... cool. And they have no clue. And they shouldn't even be out there on no, the water. Yeah. <laughs> let alone bringing their significant other into that mess. Right. So hopefully that answers the question or questions. Um, All right, Kelly. Okay. This is Rick Maurer from Orange. My buddy and I are going fishing with Sunny on Friday in hopes of getting a sea bass, halibut, and possibly even maybe some lingcod. Maybe all three if we're really lucky. Which of these fish do you prefer to catch and why? Okay. And also, which one would you prefer to eat and how would you prepare it? Okay, what were the fish? What fish? Uh, sea bass, alvin, and lingcod. Oh gosh. Well, I would have to go with those three. I'd sea bass. Well, that would be the one you'd want to eat first. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, for sure. And then, how would you prepare it? How would I prepare it? I would, um, I would cook it with some butter and butter and seasoning, and just in a in a pan, a skillet, <laughs> right, Dave? You. But what? Very much have gotten into breading. Yeah, I like Japanese breadcrumbs. Um, Little yolk, egg yolk yeah, batter. It's, it's kind of, you know, not the healthiest, but. Dip it in the eggs. That's yeah, good. Then go <laughs> onto the, the breadcrumbs. Mm -hmm. Then fry it up. Yeah. And. So, yeah, it's just breading the fish. Your, 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 your fish bread it with Japanese breadcrumbs or uh, panko. Or uh, you could use and something else. I don't know what other breadcrumbs are there, but um, yeah, that's good. Super good, actually. It makes a huge mess in your kitchen, though. So okay. <laughs> Matt Ryan asked Kelly, outside of fishing when going to Catalina, what are some of the fun things that I can do with my wife on the island? Oh, well, of course, there's always shopping, you know, a little shopping. Um, that's always fun for the ladies or men too <laughs> but uh, i know i love that but um um of course going to eat at a restaurant uh, was fun uh you have to take a tour of the backside of the island that is a must if you have not done that already you it's just incredible isn't it dave it's absolutely amazing that you're on this little island 25 miles off of los angeles california when you get on there's several different ways. You can take the tour bus. You can they got they got big hummers now that do the tour. And the tour of the backside of the island gang is absolutely incredible. You're gonna get to see the free roaming buffalo they brought over in 1909 to make a silent movie. And they brought over nine of them to make the silent movie. Now there's over 150 free roaming buffalo on the island that go anywhere they want to go. They're in charge. <laughs> and then every year they ship some of them to Yellowstone. And I would always tell Kelly, can you imagine growing up on Catalina Island your whole life and then next year you're shipped to Yellowstone and you're in the <laughs> snow? That would be... That would oh be my God. The poor little buffalo would be like, what did I do wrong? Yeah. 
But they can't keep all the buffalo on the island because there's just too many. But this animal is an incredible animal. Just his head. Just his head is the size of a human. His head is just masters. Also up on the top of the island, they have a they have the uh, the Wrigley's stables where they used to have all their horses. They still have them. And they have an airport on top of the island where you can go up and have lunch. And have they, you ever flown into the... No, I'm not a big... Oh, I've done that. I'm yeah, not a it's big... Pretty, it's kind of scary. I don't know I'm not into flying. Or taking off there. It's. I remember it was, it was pretty... It's, it's like you're going to... The runway, you miss, you lose the end of it. It doesn't look like it's there. Mm -hmm. And then all of a sudden you're flying yeah. off the end of the island, yeah. right? Yeah. That's what I've been told. You know, that's true. I did... I, uh, Flew on a plane when I was younger on a little tiny, you know, one of those little private planes. Yeah. And yeah. what else do you like to do when you're on the island? Um, what else? What else? Uh, I don't know. Gosh. You don't know? How about a tour of the, how about a tour of the uh, casino? Oh, that's And get to learn all yeah, about that's that's Catalina a, Island. Yeah, that's, that's pretty cool. That really is. It's so much history there. and um, The yeah. history on the island is insane. Mm -hmm. And I don't know, those of you that know me know I'll do anything to not have to actually work. <laughs> I used to, I ran the tour for one year over there. There's some amazing things that happen on Catalina since we're sitting here talking. Ronald Reagan, I don't know if any of you are old enough to remember him, but his very <laughs> first job in the entertainment business, and it really wasn't entertainment, but it was announcing for the Chicago Cubs at Wrigley's Field on Catalina, which is now the golf course. But at back in the day, that's where spring training was for the Chicago Cubs, was on Catalina Island. And Mr. Wrigley built a, a, a replica of Wrigley's Field on Catalina. It's now, like I said, it's now the golf course, but at the time. And Ronald Reagan was their announcer when he was 15 and a half years old. That was his very first job yeah. in the entertainment I did industry. Not know that. Then another thing that's going to blow your mind, Marilyn Monroe, I don't know if any of you are old enough to remember that name, but Marilyn Monroe's very first job in the entertainment business was on Catalina, meeting the big white steamer, because there used to be a big white steamer that would come from L.A. Harbor and come over to Catalina, and drop everyone off on the island, and Marilyn would be there to hand them a leg oh, as wow. they came off. Because before 1957, before air travel became available for the common folks, Catalina was the place on in all of the United States of America and to go to all the movie stars, all the very wealthy people, everybody vacationed at Catalina. That was the place to go. And it was amazing what was going on there then marilyn monroe's very first wedding her our marriage excuse me was at the casino now did she have a house there too or yep, did she live there she lived on the island that was where she lived but listen gang casino this is where the big disconnect is people used to ask me all the oh. time on the tour there's a casino we can go gamble <laughs> no 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 Casino gang, if you look up the meaning of casino, casino, excuse me, casino, it means place of gathering. And that's what Mr. Wrigley built it for. It, it is a giant dance hall ballroom up on the top of the casino. It's beautiful. Down in the bottom of the casino gang, 
is a movie theater, and they show first-run movies. It's not like they're showing old garbage movies. They show first-run movies. All these things are great things to do with your wife, Matt, or any of you that are thinking about going to Catalina. There's so much to do and so much history on the island. I'm sorry. I didn't get mean to get off onto a tour of the, I can go the, on the and casino on. tour is a, is pretty cool, and then seeing a movie. I mean, I, you know, I know people sometimes don't like going to movies, but seeing one there is is pretty special. Oh yeah, and it's the old seats and the ceilings all painted. Yeah. It's beautiful yeah. there. It is spectacular. Yeah. Sorry, I got all excited. <laughs> I love Catalina, so Matt, it's definitely a place to go with your. Picker <clears throat> shopping then. Okay. Good afternoon, Dave and Kelly. Halibut is poor man's lobster. I do remember that about Ronald Reagan. 1960s Catalina was the place to be. Yes, really it was more like in the beginning of the 50s, all through the 50s, and then 57, 58, that's when air travel started to be, everybody could get it. And then the 60s it went on for a little while, but it started to lose its mystique, and then it really started to go. But man, when I was, I'm sorry, when I was a little <laughs> kid, we used to take the seaplanes over there. I don't know if any of you remember that, but we'd take off out of Long Beach, and these planes would land right in front of the casino, and then run, then they would power through the water all the way down to where the helicopter port is now, and then they'd run them up on the beach, and you'd get out, and then you could go wander around the island. Glass bottom boat. Yeah. First, first time I ever seen one of those. I thought that was pretty insane. Go see all those fish underwater. I, I didn't. I've never done that there. Because your or husband there either, actually. Because your husband yeah. <laughs> won't take you anywhere fun. No, no, never, never, never. Wait till you. Wait till Kelly and I sit down and tell you the story about Hawaii. Oh my gosh, Kelly's first time ever there. It's a hell of a story. We'll tell you that story one day on story. It time. is. I couldn't make it up. Couldn't make it up. Incredible. Okay, this is for Kelly. What's the thing that would make you know? Oh, excuse me. What is the thing that would make you want to go fishing with someone again? What is the number one thing that would make you want to go with, go on the boat fishing again? What is the thing? Do you think? Well, if I, I mean, if I had a good time, if I caught fish, or even if I didn't, just if I had a good time with you know on the boat, if it was day on water with. Calm seas and yeah, flat. Yeah, yeah. If it was everything, yeah. If it was like, you know, good weather, um, it, I, nobody got sick and it wasn't, you know, windy and rough and just calm. And you don't go offshore. No, no. Do no. not go offshore. I, don't, I wouldn't even like that now. I if you want to lose your kids or you want to lose your spouse, no, not okay, my water. Oh, yeah, yeah, I'm yeah, just I'm kidding. Saying, I'm just, it's hot in here. Yeah. Holding this. So, cool down. That would probably be the number one thing I would tell for everybody is you do not want to make it a poopy experience. You all should be able to tell if the wind's blowing. And you got to have a game. If you're going to take your significant other or a good friend out, you've got to make sure that you have a plan B. Because if that wind's blowing, and also don't stay out that long. Don't stay out very long. If you're going to go with your spouse or your wife or your girlfriend or your Whatever you're identifying at today, four hours, five hours, that's it. That, that, yeah, the five that's hours it. is pushing it. Four hours is a perfect yeah. day. If you want them to come back, if you don't want to ever have them come back again, stay out there. Mm -hmm. Just stay out there. <laughs> Wait till the yeah. wind blows and it's miserable. And yeah. 
Yeah. You don't want him to be on the boat with you ever again. That's a good move. That is a sweet move. We have a question for you, Kelly. What's the procedure of switching back and forth batteries on the boat? <laughs> I'm so glad you asked that question because uh, I've been wanting to tell how to do it. What we normally do with that switch over is I'll have my bait pumps set up to, because uh, usually on the, the battery switches, you got a one, both, and two, or one, two, and both. I will keep it on one running the battery, running using the batteries to run the bait pump when we're fishing. I'm only going to leave it on one, or if my batteries are real weak, I might put it over on two. If one's, but if your batteries are weak, go get some new batteries. Yeah. <laughs> but I keep it on one when I'm running the bait pump. And then when I go to start the boat, I click, click, go to both, start the boat, go back to one. That way I'm just using the bait pump to power or the battery one to power the bait pumps. And that's how I do it. And when I was on the big boat, it didn't matter because we had 15 batteries and it's not a big deal. But on your smaller boat, when you have two batteries, only put it on both when you're starting the boat and then go back to one or two to power your bait pump. And remember, nothing's more important than the bait. So whichever one of your batteries is the most powerful is the one that should have the bait pump on it because you do not want your bait to die. I just noticed there was a question came in, or not a question, it's just a sudden comment that there's this lady that wants to go to Catalina, and Catalina Island and something, it's on her bucket list. <laughs> See who that lady is. Oh my gosh, I know that lady. Hi mom. Hi mom. Hi mom. Hi Peggy. Thanks for watching us today. That's hey. Kelly's mom. Yeah. I can't. Wow, that makes me cry. Peggy Smith. That's my mom. That makes me cry that that's your bucket list. Oh my god, I gotta pull this one off for yeah. sure. For sure, I'll call my good buddy Justin and the four of us will, or maybe Justin can bring his wife. Yeah. And the six of us can go to Catalina. Be fun. Five of us. Five of us. Well, no, she's got two kids now, so yes, they, nine of us, we'll and, uh, 30 of us, or whatever. <laughs> <I> know, yeah. <laughs> All right. I love you, Peggy. Thank you for being I'm crying now. I'm sorry, folks. Hey, gang, speaking of emotional, tomorrow's show is going to be incredible. Absolutely incredible. We got the war heroes. I got five combat war veterans going to be on the podcast live tomorrow. Part of War Heroes on Water, something that I've been a part of for the last four years. This will be our fifth year. It's going to be incredible. Our sixth year, I can't remember, fifth or sixth. The War Heroes will tell you. Rod will tell you. Tomorrow's show is going to be absolutely incredible. And then uh, let me have a sip of that coffee. Oh, sure. All right. And then uh, we got a plethora of more questions here to answer. And they keep coming in, Kelly, girl. I don't know what we're going to do, but hold on one second. Check this out real quick. Gang, Roasted Anchor Coffee Company right here. This stuff, this is an incredible product. This is the light roasted. Kelly loves the dark roasted. I love the light roasted. I have it every morning, every morning. It brings my energy level up. Allows me to do all these great podcasts for you and produce all these phenomenal videos that you get to watch every day. And it's all because of a Roasted Anchor Coffee Company. So make sure you visit the website. I'm going to throw the QR code up right now. Hey, gang, what do you think of that? Check that out and look at here's the QR code. And don't forget, they're having that big contest. All you got to do is go over to their store and go inside the 
Roasted Anchor Coffee Company store. Check it out. Elliot can see if you've been there or not. And if you've been there, you're going to be entered into the contest to win that bag of coffee. They're going to give you a bag of coffee. They're going to give you a t-shirt, a coffee cup, and a Captain Dave Your Saltwater Guide Cup, all by just entering their store, going in there and checking it out, seeing all the cool products, read the story about where the coffee comes from and how it is put together. But but I would like to just interrupt and say that their coffee is delicious. I love coffee. I love they have their darker roast. Um, it's wide open, I believe. Anyway, I'm not just saying this. Uh, I really, really love their coffee. It's really and good. the smell. It's the like, smell. But the taste is even better than the smell. It's just really good. And our house has yeah. got that smell when you go downstairs. Yes, it does. Oh, baby. The kitchen, it does. So good, so good. We, we love it. Better than an air freshener, for <laughs> sure. Check them out, gang, and we'll get back now to the show, but don't forget about them, please. All right. Okay, Darren says, Dave and Kelly, you make us hungry. Besides mm -hmm. just grilled fish or fish tacos, what are a few recipes that you love that we should try? Hmm. Okay, here's... Oh, when you're. No, go ahead. Go when ahead. you're making your fish tacos, here's how I do it. I don't deep fry my fish. I, I sound like Biden again. I don't deep fry my fish. What I do is I put it in a frying pan like I would cook a uh, ground beef. And I take that big filet and I flake it off. I have sweet butter mm -hmm. and some modern, are those, what are those onions? Maui onions. I chop those up real fine. I put those in the pan with the fish as it's cooking. And I flake the meat off as the fish cooks. And then we take that little bit of meat that we cook that way in the pan. Mm -hmm. We sprinkle it into our flour, our oh. corn tortilla. Put a little cheddar cheese on top of that. A oh. little get fresh cabbage. Mm -hmm. Drizzle a little buttermilk dressing over the top. Oh, my goodness. And we, okay. I can eat. 10 or 12 of those at a time, to yeah, be perfectly it's honest. delicious. It's good the next day, too, because all the seasonings and, you know, the fish. Um, and you didn't fry it, and you didn't cook the living bejesus out of it. The fish tastes really fresh and really good. Kelly and a girl and I have caught a million lobsters together. We've caught a million, and our very favorite way to cook those is to boil them. Yeah. Just boil the tail. Drop it in boiling hot water and boil the tail. Crack that shell pull the meat out. I chop it up into a bunch of little tiny pieces. I put it in a tumbler mm -hmm. with a half a cube of butter and I throw that tumbler <laughs> in the microwave for 20 seconds, let that butter melt, mix it all up, and then we eat it that way and it's called yeah. a lobster milkshake. Yes. What is your favorite way to have fish cooked now? Well, I like it with the panko, the Japanese breadcrumbs, the, the unhealthy way. It's so good. Um, but also, um, you, you make a... That scalloped recipe is Yeah, pretty, that's pretty That's pretty special. That's really good. I think that's like something you would have in a restaurant. That's right, at a sushi really bar, I'll take, I'll take some... Uh, I take the fresh scallops that we get up in Lopez Mateos, and I take those and I put them in a bowl, and I mix them up with sweet, smoky seasoning and some Japanese sweet mayonnaise, a little sea salt, Mm -hmm. little pepper. I mix it all up and I whip it all up together. Then I take it and I put it on a bed of rice and I put it in the oven and I bake it at 350 degrees for 10 minutes. Pull it out and oh, oh so my gosh. It's like a big gigantic like roll that you would get in a, in a sushi, bar. sushi bar. But it's like all one big 
you know, it's, it's just like the size of your baking pan. It's, it's unbelievable. unbelievable. It's so, so, so tasty. It is so tasty. Very okay. Tasty. Who is this person? <laughs> okay, so come on. Okay. What's the fish Kelly wants to catch that she hasn't caught yet that she's probably going to have to go with like super star fisherman Brandon Hayward or Did somebody, somebody like really that? Put that in yeah, there? it's right there. Uh, that would have to be a white sea bass for sure. Because I suck. So give us a call, Brandon Hayward, <laughs> if you're watching it. Let's schedule something. No, uh, no, you know. And Brandon and I laugh about it every year when we see him at yeah. the shows. Every year when we see him at the shows, we talk about it. it's time to take Kelly out there and get her yeah. fish. And I know we're giving you a uh, we're giving you a plug here, Brandon, and you don't deserve it, but yes, we he still does. Love you. <laughs> yes, he does. Yes, he we does. love you anyway. <laughs> yeah, that can be a white sea for sure. Yeah, I. Like the Channel Islands up there, too. Oh, John Stanley. I'm sorry, John. I didn't dig deep enough. Thank you. Oh, okay. Thank you. Thank you. John and Tina, they're, they're always supportive of us. Thank you very, very yeah. much. But, yes, white sea bass. For sure. Is For sure. a fish. I'm sorry. I just want to catch one. I don't, I don't know. Okay. Have you ever had fry, deep fried lobster? Yes. You have? I have. I've never had yes, it, so have. it must have been some secret spot. You yeah, had. it was my other boyfriend. Uh, no, you've had it. Didn't you have it with me? We had it in a, in a restaurant before. Oh, those, like, they come out like... Uh, They're like pieces, and then they... Yes. Like, oh, my gosh. That was insane. I mean, that's how I had it, or you had no, it. No, I know. It. it was, yeah, it was yeah, in a restaurant. Okay, yeah, and it's pretty insane. It's pretty insane. That batter on it and stuff, it's pretty mm -hmm. insane. It's really good for yeah. you, too. Yeah. <laughs> it's really, really good for you. Yeah, very healthy. Wait, who's going for... So somebody's going fishing with Sunny. Tomorrow. Oh, my God. Rick. How exciting. You oh go onto the Channel Islands, and it's just the weather. It's every, magical. Every, <laughs> like you just saying, I want to go now. Everything's lined up beautiful for your trip, too. It's going to be insane. The weather is lined up perfect. Everything looks phenomenal. I think you're going to have a phenomenal time. Just... Let's just pretend... For fun, that you don't catch anything. Okay, which will be impossible. But let's just say you didn't. The amount of knowledge that you are going to get for the next time you go, just from Sunny alone. Like I used to tell everybody when I would go with them on their boats. Gang, when we get over to Catalina or we get over to Clemente, you're going to catch more fish than you've ever caught before. We're going to get locked into a spot. We're going to be catching fish every time. The problem is, though, you don't get to learn. So it's almost better when they're not hitting to go learn. And the cool thing about sea bass right now is you're only allowed one. So if Sonny gets you and your buddy one, you guys are on your way to go look at that halibut thing. And then that rockfish thing, that's always there. That's that's easy. Just pick his brain and make sure he puts a couple of his little honey holes in your GPS so you can do it. But I think you're going to have the time of your life. Just having him on the boat to teach you what he knows is going to be absolutely insane it's going to be so cool yes fun fun all right we need to go fishing with him <laughs> mike lewis just made parmesan mahi mahi with garlic Ooh. butter mushrooms bell peppers grilled onions on the half i will post this picture on our website you just it whipped that up <laughs> nice that's a nice wow. little lunch that was a impressive. cool little lunch impressive. look at that Ooh, thank you mike lewis that's insane that, that looks, looks so good. 
My mouth is watering. I'm going to go have uh, Pollo de Oro after this oh, you with Jay are. Bush. Oh, you are. Okay. He just well, sent me a, 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 he thanks, just sent thanks, me a message. Thanks, Jay, for inviting me. Wow. Okay. Uh, Sorry. I don't want to. I'm going to eat lunch anyway. Okay. Hey, Captain Dave, I hear circle hooks are better for bluefin tuna, but I was always told that circle hooks are live bait or chunk bait only. If circle hooks are better for bluefin, why is it advised not to use them on the knife jigs? Okay. Circle hooks are for bait. Circle hooks are used for bait. On those knife jigs and stuff, the big treble hooks are the big single side hooks are the key. But if you can think about this, that fish is going to swallow the bait. And then as you start to put pressure on it, and it starts, the hook's designed to come slide out and then hook in the corner of its mouth. On those jigs and stuff like that, it's a totally different bite. Nine out of ten times that fish is going to grab the jig in the middle of the jig or the, the, the knife jig or the flat fall or whatever or the carnada, carnada jig. They're going to grab it in the middle. And if you have circle hooks as you wind, it's just going to slide right by the fish and out, fall out of his mouth. But if you have the treble hooks or you have those single side hooks that are hanging all over the thing, when they grab it in the middle, there's a good chance they got one of those hooks in their mouth. And then as you start to wind the slack out of your line, it's going to pull. All the other hooks are going to stand up straight and all go into his mouth where the circle hooks are going to slide right through. If you look at it, it doesn't, the circle hooks designed to go into their mouth, into their belly, come back out and hook in the side of the mouth. But that's not what's happened on your lure. That's also why you don't use them when you're trolling because when you're trolling, with your lures. Now, when you're trolling with bait, it's it's a must down here, especially fishing for giant blue marlin and black marlin and stuff. That circle hook's a must, but it's a different type of thing. When you're fishing yellowfin tuna or bluefin or albacore on the troll, you've got to have a couple of, of J hooks or one good J hook so that it can actually penetrate the fish's mouth because nine out of 10 times they're going to grab that lure sideways. Hopefully that covered that question. And, uh, okay. Have you ever tried sunfish? No. 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 The, if you've ever cut open a sunfish, it's just, it's like a gel. The meat's like a gelatin. They eat, they eat, uh, those, uh, by the wind sailors that are out there right now, there's a whole bunch of those out there. They eat jellyfish, but their meat doesn't have any, there's no consistency to it. So if you ever cut one, first of all, if you can get past the smell, which is <laughs> absolutely incredible, just the smell alone will keep you from eating the fish. But if you get past that smell, then the next thing's going to be, oh my gosh, there's nothing here to cook. Mm -hmm. I don't have a way to cook it. I got no way to cook it. All right, Captain Dave, you're very mm -hmm. welcome. Kelly, if you were going to go out on the boat, what would be the number one thing? Not, not all the things you've listed. What's the number one, number one, number one thing that we got to have for our spouse when she comes out on the boat? Well, a bathroom, a place to go to the bathroom. A place to go potty, yeah, right? For sure, for sure. For sure, yeah, because like I remember we would go fishing, you and I, we, in the beginning, we would go on our good friend Corey, Corey's boat, and it did not have anywhere to go to the bathroom. 
you had no problem just going um, off to the side or over the side and you encouraged me to do the same. I, I could never do that and I still could not do it. I wouldn't do that. That's just how I am. But um, yeah, so having a bathroom or a place, a potty, a, you know, little potty things um, is probably the most important for sure. For positive, we got a question about sea lions. Kelly, what do you think of sea lions? Aren't they the cutest little animals on the planet? <laughs> no, not at all. I think they're, no, too many of them. They're, um, no, they're just, they're a pain. If you're fishing, they, they ruin fishing a lot of times. Well, yeah, they destroy you know, everybody knows, you guys know. They destroy public property. Yeah, and you can't do anything about it, really. You'll get in trouble. Kelly has no pictures of them on her phone. She doesn't no. take pictures. She doesn't say, oh, look at how cute no, those they're are. they're not cute. They're like, I mean, my gosh, people, I see people in these videos where people are going, you know, going up to them. And look at how cute this sea lion is. I mean, these things are, it's like a lion. It's a sea lion. It's, would you go up to a lion at the... You know, I don't know. It's just and trying to pet they're, it. They're, yeah, they're, they're dangerous. They'll bite you. They'll bite you. They'll, you know. No. That is a scary thing. We see and people try mean, to do scary. it all the time. Yeah. Try to get close to them and yeah. get a picture. Mm -hmm. It's so scary. Yeah. It's sad. It's sad that there are so many of them, and they're just uh, starving. And so yeah, and they're just a, they're just a pain in the butt. Okay, this. Gentleman wants to know, John Stanley, what's the difference when you use an inline hook or an offset hook? Oh, my goodness. Okay, a lot of people <laughs> seem to think that that offset, and if you look at it, that's going to be a J hook, and and where the barb is, it's not going to be lined up per, perfect with the back of the hook, the shank of the hook. It's going to be kind of off to the side, and a lot of people think that gives you a better hook ratio. I personally don't. I don't, I've never, I've used offset if that's what you have on your boat, but I don't, if I was going to go buy them at the store, I'm not buying them. I'm buying regular old J hooks. I don't think it's that big of a deal. I don't think it's that important of a deal, John, to be perfectly honest with you. I think they make them because people buy them, <laughs> but I don't think it's that important. But then if you think that we go back to this all the time on our shows all the time, when we talk about the line and the color and everything, if you think you have to have an offset hook and you don't have one on your line, then when you're fishing, you're going to be un you're not going to be very confident, confident about what the chances. So the whole time you're going to be thinking, I got to wind this in and put on an offset hook. Yeah. So that's where it comes into that's where it comes into play. It starts to be a mind game with you and it starts to mess with your mind. I don't think it's important. I don't I've never ever ever thought that that was why I didn't catch anything today is because I didn't have any offsets because I don't have any, but maybe that's why I suck. <laughs> maybe that's why I don't catch anything. Oh, you, you're, you're crazy. Sea lions are the ground squirrel of the ocean. Yes, they are. <laughs> yes, they are. Yeah. There's a nice picture of uh, cod chowder Ooh, that looks cooked so up good. yesterday while listening to this show. Thank you, Rob. That is that is Delicious. cool. I'll post that picture over on the website too. Look at that. Really good. Gang, that looks pretty insane. That looks pretty tasty. Mm -hmm. All right, let's see. Let's see. We got more questions. We got more questions. Kelly, yes. if you had a chance to get a monkey or not get a monkey, what would you choose? <laughs> 
Wow. Uh, let's see. Let me think Marley. about Let me think about Over that. Over your ears, Marley. Yeah, well, I love ears. Marley Over your ears. to pieces. I love him. He is like he's like a son to me. He's my child, one of my babies. But no, I would not. I, I was never, never, ever, ever. No. Knowing what I know now, no. Oh, heck no. Heck no. Heck no, no, no. No. No way. Not even for a week. Not even for a, two days. I wouldn't want one. <laughs> They're a handful. They are a handful. It's the hardest thing we've ever had to yeah. take care of it's, by far. It's changed having him. We love him to pieces. He's such a sweetheart. But having him has changed our lives. And I can't always, you know, I can't say for the better. You know, it's been very hard. It's very hard. It's been hard because we can't just pick up and go places together. We one of us has to stay here, or um, we have to fly people down here to take to care babysit of babysit him. And we can't just have anybody. We have, you know, they've got to be somebody we trust and know that they're going to care for Marley the way we would. And nobody cares for Marley like I would, like I no. do, like I do. Um, but you know, yeah. And you spend, you have to invest a lot of time in them you, and, and talk to them, interact with them. And so, yeah, it's, it's, it's. I do not recommend getting a monkey. Not even a little bit. They should be with their other. They should be with other monkeys and their tribe. And you know. Okay, Dan and Kim want to know, Kelly, when you're going out fishing, what kind of sunscreen do you use? Oh, my gosh. What, well, first of all, let's talk about what kind do I use. You use the, nothing, brand, nothing. You don't use sunscreen. I've never, never ever put it on me. That's why you guys are always seeing me sunburn and my face peeling all the time. I know. I know. And I shouldn't bite the line with my mouth and all those things. I know. But, Kelly, you use sunscreen. Because you have that fair skin. Yeah. No, I, I use, I instantly. use, uh, I use, uh, I, I use one by, it's by Lancome, actually. It's just a, you know, it's a. Lancome. Is that a cosmetic company? brand? It's a cosmetic oh. brand. I, I mean, you could go to the store. There are a lot of good uh, sunscreens out there that you can pick up at the drugstore, but I don't um, use them. I use Lancome, but. This is a great question, John. And but just use sunscreen. That's my mother told me when I was young to wear sunscreen, and I never did, ever, ever, ever did. Now I wish I'd listened to my mom because, um, yeah. And mom's very, listening to you right it's now. It's very bad for your skin, so make sure you put something on, no matter what brand or what kind it is. It's so important to put on because um, you could, you know, not only age, it ages you, but you could get some, you know, skin cancer, cancer which is not fun, not good. So anyway. Okay. John and Tina want to know another question from mm -hmm. you, honey. Mm -hmm. How's your Spanish and how do you function in Cabo? Oh, I function just fine because most of the people here, the locals speak English. Um, it's rare. I don't, I can't think of a whole, I mean, a place where uh, it's, we, we just get by. We get by. Oh, I know. But I know. Do you Piquito. speak Spanish? <laughs> Piquito. 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 Like nada. Yeah, that means like no. I do not know. No. no we no, are no. the I lazy. Know, I know. Uh, de Nero, which is how much money or how much until she gets home. Yeah. And then she <laughs> can't remember how me, much it was. How much was this? What I think. Um, or uh, what's the other? La Cuenta, which is the check. You need <laughs> the, the check. check. <laughs> or I'm allowed to eat. 
Um, but yeah, I do not know Spanish. I need to, to learn, but. Something that you will need to understand when you come to Mexico, gang, and I don't care, once you get to Ensenada from there on down, when you go out to a restaurant, here's what they believe. They believe you're there to relax. Mm -hmm. So if you're in a big hurry when you get to a restaurant like you are in California or in other parts of the United States, you may need to lose that right away. If you're yeah. in a hurry, you want to see these people go slower, tell them you're in a hurry. <laughs> Yeah, nobody's but, in a hurry. But they're, we're not in a hurry. And that's something that you need to break because you don't need to be in a hurry. Remember, yeah. you're down here. You're on vacation. You need to relax. Mm -hmm. And these people have taught us how to relax down here like you can't even understand. But when you go to a restaurant, it's a place to relax. Your dinner should take about an hour, okay? If you don't have an hour, don't go. First of all, they're not going to bring your check until you ask for it. It's not like California when they see that, that last bite come off your plate, the check's there, and they want to turn that table. Yeah. That's not how it is down here. Mm -hmm. They're not thinking about turning the table. No. They're thinking about you having the greatest experience yeah, you've true. ever had. So You're not going to get your check until you yeah, ask, ask for it. it. So, I promise. <laughs> no matter, we go to the same restaurant, eat the same place all the time, and they know exactly what we're going to eat. Mm -hmm. And still, buddy, we have to ask him to bring us our yeah. check. Because yep. that's just the way it's going to be. Yes. He's not bringing us our check until we ask for it. <laughs> because they feel that if they take the check and lay it on the table, they're rushing you. Mm -hmm. And they feel it's rude. So just relax yeah. when you get here. Calm down. It's It was hard for us to understand that in the beginning. Because we grew up in California where everybody's in a big flipping yeah. no hurry. No one's in a hurry down here. I mean, even if you go to the store, um, grocery stores, just... The people that work there are not in a hurry. <laughs> uh, but anyway, no. So no, my my Spanish. I do not know Spanish. I, I do not know, and I. But I get by just fine, right? We get by just fine. Most she has them, a translator on her phone I have a, too. Yeah, I have a translator. Google translates great. And that's how she talks talk to our. And I talk, and it'll that's just how she talks to our neighbors, and that's yeah, how she talks to our our housekeeper mm -hmm. when she shows up. If there's anything special, Kelly needs to talk to her about. Our good friend Dave Burris wants to know. Oh, hi, Dave. How do you put up with Dave's ADHD? Oh, my gosh. I, I don't. I mean, it's hard. I, I'm always on him, huh? It's a, focus. A focus. Like, you are not focusing sometimes on here, and I'm like, you got to focus. You got to. Or, you know what Dave does? He will. I hear him. I'll be, you know, here in the house, and he's doing a show, and he's, he just can't sit still. <laughs> he just can't sit still. He's making all kinds of noise, and I'm like, what is he doing? He's doing his show and he's got hair all the slamming and everything. And you're just all over the place. I can't sit still. I'm super excited yeah. about life. I love life. <laughs> I just want to do more life. I just want to get out there and do some more life. Yeah. I love life and I love doing what I get to do. And I love talking to people about yeah. life and about all this. So. But when it's nighttime, when he's ready for bed, he's out. He's like a different person. <laughs> get out of my way. I'm going to sleep. Yeah. 830. Yeah. If, you, if um, I see nine o'clock, that's a phenomenal yeah. evening. That's a big night. Big night. You're not a big night, night. Like I am. Big night. Well, it might have had something to do with working 20 hours a day, <laughs> seven days a week. All right. Dan and Kim said you should try apricot, apricot seed oil. That's for... well, fine. I don't know. Okay. Something. No, that's not Dan and Kim. Who is that? This is. <laughs> Kelly, what rod and reel do you like to use? Oh, gosh. 
don't know. I don't have... The one-day birth built well, the you. One day birth, That's course. the only rod you fish with. Yeah. It's a custom rod that Dave Fish built for her. It's got a smaller butt so because she doesn't have the longest arms in the world. So the smaller butt makes it easier for her yeah. to control the rod and get yeah, around. It? And it's I'd up like there in the rack. It's really cool. I would love to get it out. If everybody wants to hear a whole bunch of racket, <laughs> you want to hear yeah, a whole bunch of racket, cool. we'll pull that down and we'll make it a big mess. It'll be fun. Okay, we got a couple right. more questions. We're running out of time here. We got a couple more questions. Okay. Gang, if you have a question you want Kelly to answer, because we're going to wrap this thing up. We've been going for 45, 47 minutes. If you got a question, send it in. I'm trying to focus, Dan and Kim. I know. Focus, focus, focus. 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 I know. I'm trying to focus, Grasshopper. <sighs> yes, I know. Focus, Dave. <laughs> I can't help it. We need a couple questions. We need someone to send us a question or Kelly Girl's getting up and going. If I didn't yes, get your question, resend it because I don't see any more questions. If you are rolling on to the next third, next Thursday. Oh, are we? Okay. Next Thursday is going to be tough, gang. Tell, tell, tell them what we're going to do. Okay, so I don't know if Dave's going to do a show uh, on Thursday. I don't know if I'll be around or to do a show with him. But we are going to fly. We're flying to California on Monday, Monday morning. And then on Tuesday, we are going to. Are you guys ready for this? We are. I am so excited. I'm so excited. We are going to the happiest place on earth. We are going to Disneyland, and I'm so excited. I can't wait. Dave's taking me to Disneyland. I don't know that he shares my feelings. Passion for Disneyland. I love Disneyland. I've loved it since I was little, and it's it's just, I love it. It, it, it is the happiest place on earth. And, and then when we're done. the most expensive place on earth, but I love it. When we're done with Disneyland, then, then we're, we're done with Disneyland, we are going to, instead of flying back to Cabo, we are driving uh, back home. So we're going to make that drive, uh, the Baja drive. So it should be pretty cool. It's going to be incredible. We're yeah. going to cruise the Baja. Our good friends, Eric and Shayla are coming down to take care because this is a question we got asked earlier about monkeys. Mm -hmm. We have Shayla and Eric coming down to stay the week at our house to take care of Marley and enjoy Cabo San Lucas. And then, uh, that way we can take our time. We're going to leave Wednesday and we're going to try to stay in a couple nice places on the way down yeah. and then arrive here probably Saturday afternoon. Yeah. That's kind of our plan. I know we can do it in one day or a day and a half, but we want to no night driving and we want to spend the night at a couple nice hotels on the way down. Mm -hmm. And the last time, if you guys have ever listened to our story time. <laughs> our last trip or my, my first trip driving down here was was pretty when we moved here it wasn't all that great it was pretty scary and, and I, I just have you know i've always told dave i have noted i don't ever want to do that drive again it was that no thank you i'll fly but we had all everything we owned in the car too so that's what made it super scary because everything we owned was in the car yes and yeah. there was there was uh all kinds of crazy and, and stuff plus we're taking a diff there's a different a different way to come back home oh okay it's uh less less checkpoints i guess i don't know it's not that we don't want to go through a checkpoint well no we don't because they're sometimes they can be scary it'll be fine <laughs> it'll be fine i'm sorry tim yes you're right and kelly was going to answer this question tim tim's going up to uh bishop mammoth area next month do you have a favorite place to eat up there oh my 
my gosh. So let me just start off by saying I have been begging Dave to take me to the Sierras for how long? How many years now? A long time. A long time. But I never take her anywhere. Well, you do take me all places, but I really want to go over there. But anyway, Lee Vining, uh, Lee Vining, uh, they have the... Uh, the Lee Vining Cottages right there. Yes. That's her, one so, of her so zen so places to stay. And to, to eat it the, at the uh, Chevron gas the Chevron station. Chevron gas station. So good. So fun. Um, yeah. Oh, I love that place. The 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 cranberry stuffed cranberry stuffed pork chops are to die mm -hmm. for. That it's the weirdest thing you've ever seen. It's a gas station, mm -hmm. but it's got the line, and I don't know if it's even still running after. Yeah. What happened oh, yeah. in 2019, 2020. It's been a long time since we've been We there. haven't been up there, but that was our favorite place to eat. We wouldn't eat anywhere else. And then we would also, we would eat breakfast right next to the yeah. Levine, that, that little cafe right there. Yeah, that was I called, don't know the uh, name like, of it. Uh, it was like, uh, like uh, they had a bunch of game, fish uh, mounted and uh uh, what was it called? It was called like Jack's or Jack's? No, Jack's is in Bishop. Okay. You got to stop at Jack's on the way oh, up. Oh, go to Shot's Bakery mm -hmm. on the way up and yeah. get that monkey bread. And then go across the street to, there's a little park there. Remember the little park? The little the, park the, the and adventure. there's trout in the stream yeah, right really there. Cool. You get sandwiches made at Shot's Bakery, Tim, and then you walk across the street. Because you'll probably leave it early in the morning to drive up there. So you when you're coming through Bishop... We usually stop at Jack's and have breakfast. And if we get up there a little later, 11, 30, 12, we'll go to Shots and have make us some sandwiches. And then we'll walk across the street to the park, right across the street from yeah. Shots Bakery. And we'll eat in that park. And it's got the Bishop Creek running through it. And there's trout. You can look at the trout swimming around in there and get you all fired up, ready for your trip up the mountain to go catch trout. And then you have to stop in... Uh... Hatchery. Mount Whitney Hatchery is Hatchery. one of the most beautiful places on the planet. Oh, so beautiful. Mount Whitney Hatchery is insane, and the trout in there are all longer than your arm. Oh my God, they're pra they practically well, you could feed them you, right out of your hand, and they practically walk right out of the water. I mean, they're so hungry, or it's it's pretty fun to go there, but it's it's a beautiful. It's place. insane, Tim. You, yeah. Those are cool places, and you can talk to us about it anytime you want. Okay, let's see. We got a couple more, Kelly. We're we're getting into an hour here. Okay. All right. Mm -hmm. Okay. Wow, Willie Blue had it. The oh yeah. Okay, buddy. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. It's apricot seed oil to put on your skin to feel free and look it up. It's supposed to be okay. really good for you. Okay. Okay. I've never heard of. No, sh stop it. What? What was that? Was our daughter at the PCS show? Oh! <laughs> oh my gosh. For those of you who, well, whoever asked that question, uh, that's so funny because now I know. I know who watches, who's a fan of hers now. <laughs> right? Yeah. You know, those are people that don't know what we're talking about. But should we just say yes? Yes. 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 How do you find white sea bass <laughs> on the squid beds? You got to be very lucky. And, and they're going to, underneath the squid, or between the squid and the top of your boat, they're going to look like worms underneath your boat all of a sudden. And when the worms show up, that's the sea bass. That's when you really got to pay attention. But the hot ticket is 
go to YourSaltWaterGuide.com. When you're over on my website at YourSaltWaterGuide.com, you're going to see a plethora of videos that are going to show you where to find them, how to find them, and how to fish them with the jigs, with the dropper loops, with the sliding sinker. All that stuff matters. And uh, you need to go to my website. Whoops, not that one. You need to go to my website, YourSaltWaterGuide.com. And I'm trying to get the, I can't even get the QR code up because I'm such a potato head here. <laughs> there it is. Go to my website, download my app off the QR code, and then you'll never have to suck at fishing again. And you'll never have to wonder, is this what I think it is under the boat? Is this where I'm supposed to be? YourSaltWaterGuide.com. Grab that QR code. And uh, gang, I promised my beautiful wife that she'd only have to be on the show for an hour. If we didn't, we got one other. Kelly, what's your, this is a Dyson Winters down in Panama City, Florida. What's your favorite color for trolling for Wahoo? Oh. And what speed and why? <laughs> uh, let's see. She likes to troll the purple and black Marauders, the smaller oh, ones. Of and make sure that they're wired between your your uh, fluorocarbon or your mono. And we like to troll. She likes to troll them at like eight and a half knots. And those things seem to attract Wahoo when there's not even Wahoo around. Or you may put a Ballyhoo on a planer, wired up, if you know how to fish the planer. But if you don't, the Marauders are the very, very best way. They are the very, 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 very best way. Show the rod, Kelly. Show the rod. Oh, Dave Burris well, wants you to show the it, rod. Well, Dave would have to get up a lap, get on the lap okay. up there. And... You tell the people how cool you are for a second. <laughs> well, hey, gang. <laughs> uh, let's see. So Dave's going to get the rod down. It's up, up here with all of the other all the, all the other arsenal that uh, we have here. No, it ain't happening. I can't find no. the ladder. The ladder's out in the backyard where Aww. the gardener was just using it. Sorry, Dave Burris. Next, Next time. Show we show sure. Kelly's rod that Dave built her. Dave. It's so cool. What kind of a rod is it, Dave? Do you remember? I know you remember. What am I saying? She, and he wraps little fish on it. It's incredible. It takes hours and hours and hours to do so what he does, but he's so talented and he knows what type of rod it is. He's going to send it to me here in a second. Gang, I want to thank everybody. I, I cannot emphasize this enough. You do not want to miss the show tomorrow. No. The show tomorrow is going to touch you in ways you can't comprehend. The stories that these fine men are going to share with you are just going to open your heart up. These guys went and they did and they saw and they, they did it all. And we're, we're going to talk about the tournament war heroes on water. That's coming up out of Newport. Rod Halperin, the director of war heroes will be with us. It's a one ninety six seven. Yep. That's what I thought. A one ninety six seven Cal star black one. It's super cool the way he wrapped it. And we're going to show it off next, not next Thursday, because we're going to be on the road. But the following Thursday, we will do a full, I'll show you the Roddy Rap me, and I'll show you the Roddy Rap Kelly. And uh, they came out quite spectacular. And uh, Darren's saying, he's, uh, Rob's got the best sunscreen. He's sending us a picture. We got people calling. Everybody wants us to get off the show. It's, <laughs> Kelly, girl. Pay attention. Don't be playing with Marley. Oh, well, nothing, bothers, <laughs> nothing bothers Pete Grosbeck more than when we play with oh, Marley White. We're doing no the show. Here's oh. 
Neutrodrema's Ultra Sheer. Oh, that is a really good, uh, a really good sunscreen because it is not, um, it's not greasy. This is very good. I actually have used to use this. It's, it, it, it's not greasy. It kind of uh, leaves a matte finish or the one I used it back in the day, but because um, I have kind of oily skin, so it's, uh, you don't want anything too greasy. You no, look like that's, yeah. You look all Actually, slimy. That's really good. And it's you don't want to look all slimy. No. Okay, gang. One more time. You don't want to miss out on this. They're giving away a bag of a bag of a uh, roasted anchor coffee, a T-shirt, a coffee cup, and a your saltwater guide shirt. And these, these, this is the bag has these are whole beans. So you got a grinder. You got to grind them up and. So you get a lot of coffee out of that bag. This bag. Let me it, tell you. Yes. So just and that. they're great room deodorizers, <laughs> especially if you got yeah. a monkey. Yeah. But I'm telling you, gang, you don't want to miss out. Grab the QR code. Make sure you just all you got to do is visit the store. You're gonna buy product when you're in there. I know that, but that's not what it takes to to get it. You have to just visit the store. No purchase necessary, and then. One lucky winner on June 1st will win all those cool prizes from Roasted Anchor Coffee Company. I want to thank you all for joining the show today. You did good. Thank you for all the questions. And that was fun. It's always fun to come on the show with Dave and, and uh, answer questions. And it's, yeah. Thanks so much, guys. Okay. Focus, focus. I am. I'm focusing on our friend. Gang, Kelly Girl will be with us again in two weeks on Thursday. So make sure those of you on Spotify and Megaphone that don't get the show live, you get it five seconds after we go. Well, when this show ends, we go. You can send in your questions. We are getting a massive audience over there. It's incredible. Mm -hmm. We're just building up so fast. Don't forget again, the show tomorrow is going to be absolutely incredible with the uh, War Heroes. These guys are phenomenal human beings and they're going to be with us and i'm so excited to have them on my show and i just can't wait for you to all hear all the great stories and all the great things from all these guys so thank you very very much everybody thank you thank you for watching the show today and we'll all be we'll be back with you tomorrow thank you thank say goodbye you. to everybody Bye, everyone have a great say goodbye thank goodbye you. bye marley marley oh marley want to jump on kelly girl <laughs> Someday we'll tell you why he's so in love with her. <laughs> Bye, Bye, everybody. In Wild Country, rules were not created by man. Don't miss Wild Country, Wednesdays from 7 to 11 p.m. Eastern. Presented by Primos. Speak the language. Waypoint TV, the destination for outdoor entertainment.